Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the final inspection. 105.7 the FM, the fan. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's time for your NASCAR segment brought to you by... Dennis Michelson and Lori Monroe from Racetalkradio.com. And Lori, we may have seen the greatest restart in the history of NASCAR last week at Michigan. Uh, you're talking Kyle Larson. Absolutely. I, honest to God, I was on cloud nine after that. I was so excited and thrilled and entertained by what I saw. That's how you want people to race. And sadly, I think we're down to like one or two guys that still have the the oomph to go ahead and do that. And one of them being the winner, Kyle Larson. He put on he put on such a show. I love watching him race. Oh, what an amazing race weekend for Larson because he gets permission in yeah. the 11th hour basically to race on Saturday night, of course, he was racing during the week at the Knoxville Nationals to qualify for the Saturday main event, got permission from Chip Ganassi to go race, which I think was sort of more publicity hound sort of stuff than, oh, he really needed <laughs> needed publicity but or needed the uh, permission, but goes out and runs second to Donnie Schatz, who then turns around and thanks Ganassi in victory lane for allowing him to have a, another tough competitor out there at the Nationals, which shows that the king, the current king of, of, of dirt track racing, of, of World of Outlaws racing, has so much respect for this kid as a competitor as well. That tells it. That tells you all you need to know about how great Kyle Larson is. But then to have him come out and finish the race like he did on Sunday, mm-hmm. unbelievable race weekend. Oh, to be young again and to have that much energy and be able to do all that, that was another thing too because that's that's a big undertaking what he did. And you kind of wonder, you see these guys as they get older trying to do double headers and stuff. They're not as young as they used to be. And Kyle Larson's still a still a kid, basically. So if he could not accomplish this and do well with the talent he has, the energy he has, and the talent he has, and the talent he has, because the talent he has is unequaled, in my opinion. We have seen him come so far in really not that great uh, a period of time when it comes to stock car racing and to see what he's accomplished. I, why couldn't he be the champion this year as well? The only thing that had been holding him back the last couple of years was Chip Ganassi racing and they've gotten better and better. And this kid who only got a chance at the cup level because yeah, the family, you know, had enough to help him up through racing's lower rankings but they don't have the $5 million to bribe somebody to, to put him in a cup car. 
So he needed somebody old school like Chip Ganassi to invest in his future long before we knew if he was going to be as great in a stock car as he is slinging the dirt. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a big difference. Some guys just don't cross over well. That's the thing. No, and this kid could have written his own ticket to any team here over the last couple of years. And again, this year during his free agency season, and he's not going anywhere except for Chip Ganassi racing. And why? Because Chip Ganassi believed in him. Yeah. To see such great talent and such great loyalty in a driver. And then after this great win on Sunday, we get the treat of Kyle Petty and Rutledge Woods racing roots show featuring Kyle Larson. It was the perfect race weekend for Kyle Larson fans, and you can count me in as a Kyle Larson fan now big time. This kid is exciting to watch. Yeah, but that program with uh, Kyle Petty and Rutledge Wood, I wish they could have shown it in slow motion because a half hour just wasn't enough. Any show that they have done, be it Larson, they did Clint Boyer, I don't know who they're going to be doing next, but they are so well done, and I just... I am just so thrilled to see them pair up to do these shows. They are outstanding. They're really good. Fantastic show. Fantastic finish to the race. The rest of the Michigan race was sort of ho-hum. And I got to ask the question, that debris caution that started the chain of events that led to the great restart, does that affect how you look at a NASCAR race finish when you cannot honestly look at that debris caution and think anything but, oh, NASCAR's setting up a big finish again. But haven't we basically become accustomed to this? You know, you almost expect it. I think you can smell them coming. Everybody knows, well, okay, we're getting down to such and such laps left. Uh, surely there's going to be a caution somehow. And if it doesn't happen organically, uh, oh, there's a caution. Yeah. You know, it is about entertaining fans, and that's why we have stages as well, in my opinion, to get more restarts. Quite frankly, you don't see as many of these phantom cautions because of the the stages, but uh, I don't know. I, I really could care less. I really don't care at this point. To me, right now, NASCAR is what it is. If they want to throw a caution with one to go, you know, we've got unlimited basically green white checkers now again and and that's kind of i think what they're they're leaning towards we need to have restarts every five laps according to nascar and according to a lot of fans they love the restarts it's exciting who can deny it but eh, i don't know it's uh it is what it is i think it's thrilling to see a restart and to see a pass like we did with kyle larson but i also look at it from the other part of the equation martin truex jr worked hard all day for that win, and then had it taken away from him at the end. What is the incentive for a guy to even race hard when when he knows it's going to be taken away from him? I mean, You know what it is? Race harder. Just race harder. You know, have a better restart. Don't spin your tires. If you were to do it again and try and replicate what we saw, I doubt we'd even have the same outcome anyway. And that's to me, always going to be the thrill of racing and stock car racing. As much as you want to say things are are fabricated or whatever, you still 
have human beings in play. You have so many variables. I quite frankly think Truex just threw it away. Good point indeed. Well, folks, it is time for us to step out, take a quick break before we come back and blow up somebody still. You're listening to the final inspection. 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Final Inspection, 105.7 FM, The Fan, Dennis and Lori on a Saturday afternoon. You know what that means. It's time to cue the best music that you'll hear in Milwaukee, Wisconsin all weekend long. White lightning! And no, we're not going to be marching with tiki torches, but we are going to be blowing up somebody still this weekend. Uh. Lori Monroe, <laughs> can you explain to the good folks from Milwaukee, oh, Wisconsin, yeah. how this all works? Absolutely. If something has upset you in the week of racing, we will just absolutely and gladly blow it up for you. So head over to racetalkradio.com. You will find a link on our opening page to go ahead and fill out a form. Let us know what's irking you or send us an email. You can find our emails there as well at racetalkradio.com. And we could just include you in an upcoming still blowing. Oh, that's exciting. It is very, very exciting. So this week, I... I'm not sure if we already revi- if we already visited this, but it's this rain delay and what they show on television. Oh boy, is really really getting old. I could have predicted that they would show either the the 79 Daytona 500 or the 97. There seems to be two or three go to programs that they always want to stir up, regurgitate, and throw back on the air for us to watch. Why could they not just have in their arsenal last year's race at the same event or something, not the same stuff every single rain delay, because you know you're going to get two or three or four a year, or some sort of delay. Give us something Give us something to, to keep us riveted and entertained. You might even con some people into thinking that it is the actual race going on and your viewership will go up. There's all kinds of upside instead of regurgitating stuff. I just, I'm so sick of that. That is a great still blowing indeed. Well, I have another still blowing. I'm mad at Chevrolet. Oh no. I am very irritated at Chevrolet. Remember, oh, a bunch of years ago, and the big manufacturers said, oh, we're not going to use the names for our iconic brand because it doesn't match with what people are seeing on the track. Ford wouldn't use the Mustang name. Chevy wouldn't use the Camaro name. And now we are fast forwarding to 2018 and Chevrolet will be fielding the 2018 Chevy Camaro in cup action. I am so disgusted by this move because it doesn't even come close to looking like the iconic Camaro. But I guess that's fitting because for quite a few years, the Camaro didn't look like a Camaro anyway. I'm just getting sick and tired of these of the manufacturers trying to con us and NASCAR trying to con us. It was bad enough in the Xfinity series when they tell us it's a Mustang and a Camaro, but now to do it at the cup level, I'm truly disgusted. 
Yeah, I don't know what their options were for running a Chevrolet. Um, I I was the same as you and watching the unveiling and, oh, look at this car. Oh, my God, the Camaro. You know damn well it's going to look nothing like the one that they unveiled for public consumption with Dale Jr. standing there. It uh, The hood, nothing is going to – nothing will fit the template, I swear no. to God. So there's going to roll out something that sort of is similar, have some decals on it that uh, that signify the Camaro, but it's it's not even going to look like the one that they've introduced to us. Because if you remember back, like you mentioned, when they were coming up with the quote-unquote pony car series with the, the Xfinity, then Nationwide series, uh, they looked nothing like the ones that they rolled out and introduced us to as being the, the new car for, for Nationwide. So it's going to be interesting to see how this car actually does look once it gets on the track. But uh, I just, I'm thinking, oh God, really, here we go again. Yeah, they might as well just go ahead and drop the model name altogether and just call it the NASCAR Chevy car, the NASCAR Ford, and the NASCAR Toyota. They do that in other forms of racing. You know, they don't call a, uh, the Cadillac Brome in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the uh, WeatherTech series. It's just a Cadillac. But you understand why they do it, though, because they want people to recognize these cars and go into their dealerships and say, hey, I want the Camaro. Because what Chevy would they be buying that would be the NASCAR race car at that point or the uh, Ford it, or the yeah, Toyota? Here, here they I need am a the... name to slap on it. Yeah. Can I have the Chevy that's called a Camaro and looks like an Accord, please? I want Dale Jr.'s car. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we have two very good blowings this week. Yeah, and I'm torn because I, I was really infuriated with uh, the recent rain delay and watching old crap. But I was probably even more, I wouldn't say infuriated. I was very disappointed when, not so much in the Camaro race car, but the fact of the pomp and circumstance that's going around it. And you know it's not even going to look like that. That's yeah. what upset me. Because we've been yeah. through this before. Oh, it's ridiculous. Let's. I don't blow like repeating bo- history. Let's blow them both up because blow they them both, both are up. repeating Just history. Both. Here we yeah. go. General Mattis, send in the B-52. Ah, the sweet sound of mayhem on a Saturday Smells afternoon. good. Yeah. It does. All right, folks, before it's time to get on out of here, uh, I know two drivers that aren't going to be busy on Saturday night. Regan Smith and Christopher <laughs> Bell because it's a girl. <laughs> It's a girl. Denny Hamlin and his girlfriend, Jordan Fish, had their baby. They got a little minnow. Absolutely. Good for them. Congratulations. Uh, glad everything went well. Also in the news, the deadline is fast approaching. Monster Energy is going to have to decide what they want to do as far as their NASCAR and teams sponsorship. This has already dropped to $20 million a year. Could you imagine if Monster left altogether? The NASCAR teams and drivers, they ought to be pretty worried right now. I know. I was thinking this morning, actually, I didn't know you were going to have a topic on this, but I was really thinking, has the Monster experiment been even half as successful as they hoped it would be? It's not doing anything for me. I don't think it's brought in a whole crowd of of younger watchers and and NASCAR fans. I truly don't. I'm worried, too. And they're over budget on their activation at the track versus what they expected it to cost them. So. Wow. 
Yeah, it, at those leather outfits, they must not be very durable. That's all I got to yep. say. Also Bond in the news, leather. also in the news, Street Outlaws, the TV show from Discovery, will be at Bristol this weekend, taping in a, an episode. Have you ever heard of Street Outlaws? No. Sort of like the Brantley Gilbert of TV shows, apparently. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Just thought I would throw that in there for your amusement. <laughs> Jeez. What is the Bristol Night Race this weekend on Saturday night? Laurie Monroe, who is your oh, pick to win? Okay, how can you not just go with the best driver in NASCAR right now? And that would be Kyle Larson. He'll do it. Kyle Larson is your pick. I am going yep. to take Martin Truex Jr. Oh, Lord. He's been good each and every week. Well, thanks for tuning in to the final inspection on 105.7 FM, The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.